I just hope you don't break your father's heart. You know he doesn't say much, but he's a very sensitive man, she scolded, even going so far as to wag a finger at Chip. Sensitive, Pop? Mother, please. That septic tank out there has more sensitivity to it. Not acceptable, she said, knocking her fist on the table. And how will you explain this to your son, shacking up with a man in front of him? He'll be scarred for life. Peter balked at how mean she was being. All of the things she said cut him deep. It reminded him of the terrible time he'd had coming out to his own parents. No wonder, Peter thought, that Chip hadn't told his mother that he was gay given her horrible reaction. I'll deal with it, okay? I'm still his father. He knows I like men. She gasped, clutching her shirt. He knows? Ah, that poor thing. She shook her head, again looking so disgusted and disappointed. Poor thing. You're acting like there's something wrong with being gay. Peter had a hard time holding his tongue and keeping still. He wanted to jump up and join in the argument, but he knew if he said anything it would only make everything worse. Instead, he swallowed it all back like a bitter pill and kept silent. This time, it was Peter that had a hard time looking Chip's mother in the eye. He couldn't bear to look at someone who was being so cruel. I never said such a thing, she said, reorganizing the salt and pepper shakers. But we may not have been a religious family, but I hope that I instilled in you some Christian principles. Christian principles? Like banging my teacher Mr. Woods? Or do you mean your little affair with the postman? Chip spat, getting up from his seat, his lip curled over his teeth. Now his face was blotchy and red. She gasped again, a hand to her chest as though at any moment she might have a fainting spell. Shame on you, airing our dirty laundry in front of perfect strangers. He's not a stranger, mother. His name is Peter, and I'm going to marry him one day. And I don't give a flying fuck if you approve or not. I only wanted him to meet you so he could see what he'd be marrying into. Lucky him. She turned to look at Peter, looking him up and down. Marrying him? The way she looked at him, the way she said that, it seemed that she was all bark and no bite. Her look wasn't unkind, and she even gave Peter a tiny little apologetic smile, though it didn't last very long. Yes, marrying, Chip said, his tone firm and no nonsense. Peter knew it was the wrong time, but he couldn't help getting a little turned on by his deep voice and the way he commanded the entire room. Well, she said, softening, I certainly hope that you let me be in charge of the wedding. Your brother's weddings were absolute disasters, and all because they wanted to hire some expensive nonsense wedding planners instead of trusting their own mother she said, standing up, dusting herself off and straightening her apron. Chip smirked at her. She likes you, he whispered. That's just her way of saying it. Peter smiled back. He felt a tingle in his back, the good kind of chills, as Chip and him stood up, Chip giving him a quick kiss on the lips. Whatever you want, mother, just no pink, Chip told her. 
What's wrong with pink? she asked, offended. It's my wedding, not yours, Chip said. She gave Peter another once-over. So, you're a teacher, are you? Well, that will have to do. It's certainly better than nothing. Uh, thanks, Peter said, not wanting for a second to get into the drama he'd had recently, being suspended until further notice once his principal found out about his moonlighting job, massaging men in the nude to make ends meet. I certainly hope you have earplugs. Chip has an awful snoring problem, she said, nodding at Peter. But then again, maybe you know that already. Son, you better let me break the news to your father. Lord knows how he'll take it. Yes, ma'am, Chip answered, smiling at Peter again.